Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the classic NBC sitcom Parks and Recreation, and then we converse about it. And the people conversing are myself. My name is Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? It is going well. The school is out. The sun is out. It's a beautiful time and we're in, in the Pacific Northwest. And we're inside. <laughs> which is exactly where I want to be most of the time exactly. anyway. I just want to look at that's nice right. weather. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really all that, you know, that's why we live here. <laughs> so let it exactly. rain, yeah. let, you know, do all the things. But then eventually uh, it's going to get hot. So we have to go down to our, our sub basements to stay cool. And uh, and then, you know, come back out when it rains again. It's kind of a, a Stay reverse cool. hibernation. A hot one. That's right. Yeah. So uh, how are you today, Jeremy? I'm good. I am excited to get back to podcastery and uh, yeah, go over today's episode, the bailout or just the bailout as it were. As it were, as it is, as it ever shall be. Uh, and uh, we should tell people, um, listener, we thank you for your patience with us. It is summertime and things are crazy and there's travel there's being out of town so we're going to record as frequently as we we can over the next couple months but we might miss a couple weeks and we're not quitting and we just ask that you don't quit either sound good listener thanks or we're thinking about tomorrow (laughs) don't stop don't stop believing Mm-hmm. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop. Can't stop. Bigger, stronger, faster. Daft Punk. Yeah. Uh, somebody. Somebody Don't was worry like, about that. We went to a conference, uh, a concert at El Corazon. It was just two people uh, playing keyboards. I was like, was it Daft Punk? <laughs> <laughs> El Corazon is a small little club in Seattle, <laughs> and Daft Punk would probably not play there. <laughs> But uh, they didn't get it. Um, so, uh, Jeremy, this episode that we are looking at, the bailout, bailout, mm-hmm. it is a, uh, um, it's kind of a satirical um, cl- uh, statement against government intervention, <sighs> pro and con, uh, in helping small businesses. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, let's get into market realities and economic policy. Um, And I think the best way to do that is to give us an example of a video store that's closing uh, that then turns into a uh, a porn shop. Because that's the plot. Yeah, that's that's the only (laughs) the only example that we could come up with. That's the only based on this episode. Yeah, I do love though. that this episode and we'll get into the the details though it takes a um a super rare business in the world anymore which is the the rental store and that is the thing that leslie is going to campaign on is like no this needs to be saved um (laughs) and it's like no one said this about about blockbuster like i miss blockbuster so much I loved going on Fridays and walking around looking at all the movies I could rent and then just going and looking at the dollar bin of movies I can buy. (laughs) (laughs) 
right? And you're just like, how many, how many hundreds of people have watched this particular disc before yeah. I buy it for $1.99? Yeah. I was like, it's got, you know, it had a good long run. And my first copy of Royal Tenenbaums I purchased from Blockbuster, the DVD um, that I purchased it from Blockbuster in the dollar bin. And I was, I had no idea what it was. I just knew that I, I really liked Bill Murray. That was my first Wes Anderson movie ever. And I was like, oh, Bill Murray's in this. I love Bill Murray. And Danny Glover. Oh, yeah, I like Danny Glover too. Gene sure. Hackman. What the heck? All these people are in this movie. It's so cool. So I, I took it Track home. Tracksuits. Yeah. Ben Stiller. I mean, this movie is full. Owen Wilson. Owen and Luke Wilson. And and Gwyneth Paltrow. This movie pre, is pre goop. Pre pre goop. <laughs> it's just chock full of like massive talent. And it was a dollar. And it's like, I gotta buy this. I don't even and know. You're what it's probably about. only and you're probably only the second person to watch that copy. Yeah, probably. From a blockbuster. Um because mm-hmm. you know, Blockbuster wasn't known for its uh artism. Uh so yeah, but I do miss those <laughs> those those chance encounters with a movie that you've never heard of. You went to go uh, rent Transformers. Instead, you got Transmogrifiers because that was the one that was there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like those kinds of things are so awesome. Uh, and they got uh, me again. <laughs> <laughs> Shia LaBeouf's not in this. Instead, it's who's it's Shay LaBeef. <laughs> what? <laughs> So. Direct, direct, directed by Michelle <laughs> Michelle Day. <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, yeah. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes it's garbage. Um, and so, well, and, yeah. and and the clerk and and the person checking your the movies out, and they you know they get to judge you, which you got to go through that little gauntlet mm-hmm. of shame. Yeah. And but then but then once you get to know them or whatever, you can say, hey, what other recommendations do you have? And uh, you know that was a great way to to hear about movies as well that you've never that yeah. you never try like if you yeah. like trans transmorphers you'll love Vel- velocipaster you know like oh it's gosh. things like I that need to, i need to see velocipaster <laughs> i have i've heard of this movie and i need to watch it <laughs> I need, all right i'm going on a trip i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna see if i can find a way to uh, as joe mandy says all movies are online for free i'm gonna see if i can find that yes <laughs> thank, thank, thank you morris i know that was the best part too it's like out of all of this entire thing there is that one small voice of reason that the government's trying to shut down it's like no you guys you're missing the even bigger picture here yeah, yeah. there's all a uh, there's a store right there's, a little, <laughs> there's a strip mall uh uh, that we we frequent. There's a little game store, and ne- next to it is a uh, small market, and there's a Greek restaurant inside. And it used to be half; it's half of the old Blockbuster. And um, you go in, and it's a total. It's a convenience store with a Greek restaurant, fantastic mm-hmm. euros. And up above, though, they never took out. Remember, like the drop ceiling, and mm-hmm. there'd be another like I don't know. Uh, it was like a, a mural. Kind of of all of the the movies, Wizard of Oz, Gone with yes. the Wind, and all that. Yeah, it's still up there. So I as see. you're as you're yes, as you're eating, it's like just the nostalgia of of. I used to come to this place before it had, you know, um, euros and uh, you know other Greek foods and rent movies here, and now that's so now funny. I don't. And it's I've I've yeah, been in there. It's amazing. I've never thought to look up. 
Yeah, <laughs> so, gotta look up. You never know. You never know when you're going to see a blockbuster mm-hmm. callback. <laughs> oh my word! Yeah. So, uh, but before we started recording this, uh, this, uh, this episode made me sad. I told you, Jeremy. This, this makes me sad yeah. because we are. There are things like the, the like blockbuster that are a randomization of life where we don't really have. We might have a goal when we enter into a place like blockbuster, but we don't always get to uh, rent the thing that we came for. So we have to, mm-hmm. you don't want to go home empty handed and spend a Friday right. night just staring at nothing. I want to stare at a movie. So, I paid like for you, the blockbuster pass. I, I need to, I got to have something. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so it, it made me a little sad um, to, to, to think like my kids are never really going to have that experience. Like they can get whatever they want when they want it. Um, and I don't know if we're better for it. We sound like old men. Like we had to work for our movies. <laughs> we had to work <laughs> to sit around. <laughs> so you had to go but, around the out. You had to go around the outside of the just to see what was new. The outside wall. Yeah. You know, you yeah. had to start and go go all the way around. And then if you were, I mean, heaven forbid, you go into the middle because those are the older movies. That's when you're really looking for something specific. Right, and it's almost never there. But if you want to watch Private Eyes a bunch of times, it's always there. <laughs> it's always there. It's and I, I did. <laughs> so yeah, we, the, the, I rented my oh my my parents rented and I watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the first movie uh-huh. Uh-huh. one weekend. I think I watched it eight times <laughs> oh, man. on VHS. So that's watching it and rewinding it. You know that's that's the commitment to uh, the Ninja Turtles and. Um, yeah, it's right. That's yeah. that's the other thing that kids will never have to, uh, you know, like you. There's still work. Like you're done with the movie? No, you're not. You got to <laughs> yeah. rewind it. You got to rewind this. Are you, what? Are you not kind? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be kind. Well, then, do rewind. what the sticker tells you. <laughs> rewind that thing, and uh, yeah, the the world, man, it's so different. And now, like, if you start a movie and you get bored. You just walk away and you come back and go to your streaming service and hit play and it picks up right where you left off. And like on a no... different device. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. I was you don't watching... even have to be in the same room. Yeah. I was watching uh, the new Star Trek on my iPad. And then before we record, I fell asleep last night. Um, and so I didn't finish it. And so before we jumped on this morning, I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to pick up where I left off. And it was awesome excellent episode and uh and i was like i but i was on my tv downstairs <laughs> like this is this is amazing i don't have to carry a rectangle holding tape with images on it um i i just i can just go and it's, so there's all these awesome things but at the same time we're very spoiled <laughs> so it's true yeah you don't have to avoid magnets it's great <laughs> Yeah, that was my biggest thing. Like, I would go to the Blockbuster downtown Kirkland. I'd rent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, take the bus back home, and it was like, oh man, better hope nobody has an electromagnet on this bus because <laughs> exactly, People, I don't know if I have forty eight dollars to replace this VHS. The struggle was real. Yeah, I don't even know why they were so expensive. Like, because they just, could. Yeah, they could. It's like, hey, you could go to the movie. On, and watch this as a matinee for three dollars, or you could buy it on a rectangle with tape for forty-eight. <laughs> so, anyway, let's talk about some of the things that happened in this podcast uh, in this episode. Oh, okay, 
Because there's three main stories, right? We've got the mm-hmm. Leslie in the video dome. We've got Tom and uh, his business, but then also Chris is trying to figure out if he wants to be a parent. And so he's going to try to parent Tom. Um, and then we have April and Anne um, and their uh, friendship that yep. uh, really goes through the, the tests. So um, where, do you, where do you want to start? Well, I think if we start with the cold open with Tom and his story, and then we will we'll get with Chris and all that stuff as we walk through that. Uh, but then we will also, um, and then go to Anne and April, and then we'll do the video dome, and we'll it all ends into the credit scene. All three stories converge at the same place. So, um, excellent. Yeah, I think I think that'll work. So, um, this is an episode where we get to meet somebody who will change our lives forever. Um. And uh, so Tom, he is hosting uh, his uh, investors at Rent-A-Swag. It's going great. He's giving a, a, an overview of what's happening. And uh, yeah, it's going good. And uh, But then we meet a character named Mona Lisa Saperstein, who we come to find out is John Ralphio Saperstein's sister. Hmm. Not just sister. Sounded, sounded familiar. Sister. Yeah, <laughs> they're twins and they are both awful people. <laughs> Almost the worst, you could say. Yeah. Well, or the worst. And uh, yeah, because John Ralphio shows up. And one of the things I love about the way John Ralphio keeps showing up in this episode is he like comes from under the frame and like rises up. He appears. Uh, yeah, he appears um, like a like the Greek chorus from ancient plays. Like he, he <laughs> rises from the ground. And, uh, and so it is a pretty amazing, uh, decision <laughs> to make about John Raphael. Cause sometimes he comes jumping in from the side. Right. And this one, he just comes right. up in between people. Um, and so, and John, uh, Mona Lisa is, uh, like the first thing she says is, uh, as she meets, uh, Ron and, uh, Chris and, Ben is uh would hit it, would hit it, would hit, and then Jerry hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> so she's terrible. Um and uh and then John Ralphio shows up and uh points out that Mona Lisa is the worst. Uh she's terrible, huge skank. Um and uh but he's appreciative appreciative of Ben or Tom for hiring his sister because you know means a lot. <laughs> And Tom's response has got to keep it in the family. And Ben just says, but does it have to be this family? <laughs> um, and we soon realize how awful Mona Lisa is because she is our, like, it's like, I got tickets to a concert and, and she looks at her brother and like scowls at him and like, which is like, whoa, uh, intense moment. Um, and it's like, and I already committed to that. So if you say I can't, then it's like, you're taken away for something and I'm not upset by that. Um, and I'll start fire in the bathroom. Um, and so, <laughs> and I love, uh, I love the fact that she got the tickets from her shrink. Right. <laughs> Cause my, but, but not just like he gave it to her. It's my shrink got me and him <laughs> to get. So she's going, <laughs> she's going to a pitbull concert with her shrink. Right. She's, she's a mess. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, but so Tom is threatened, essentially. He's like, all right, I guess you can go. Um, and John Raphael, again, it's sings out that she's the worst. And then he introduces himself to Chris 
again. <laughs> They've met multiple times. John Ralphio, how are you? <laughs> so, um, and then uh, as we come back to the, sh- the shop and Chris and Ben are talking and he's watching, Chris is watching all these families um, with all their kids and, you know, guiding, he, he's like just amazed at the process of parenting. And, you know, we're, you and I are both parents and there are definite moments where you're like, wow, I am stewarding a life here. I am pointing them in the right direction. I'm helping them to understand what good music is and what it is not. Uh, Pitbull is not. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, so he's having these moments. And, and so Ben's like, well, where are you on your dad's decision as he calls it, which was almost what I was going to call the episode of this, the title for this episode. But I, it was a little too close to circumcision in my brain. And so I I don't want to do that. (laughs) Okay. I I don't think I ever would have gotten there, but you know, Hey, anytime I see the word decision. (laughs) So yeah, decision is just one of those things. It's just like, you know, is that that just one word that always rhymes with that decision, (laughs) circumcision, decision, incision, (laughs) supervision, Vision, vision doesn't rhyme with scission. <laughs> sure. It can't. The, I mean, it depends upon the whole thing, the scission part. So, okay. All right. Fine. Um, yeah. It, but that's just how my brain works. And so, um, yeah. So Chris is, um, he has a talking head, like ex- explaining, like, um, I'm honored that she wants to do this, but I'm also, I have paralyzing fear of negatively affecting any living thing. So, um, that's, that's the hard thing. He, he wants to just be a positive force in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and parenting, you don't always feel that way. Um, and so it cuts back and Tom's like, Mona Lisa stealing from me. And John Ralphie is like, absolutely. She's a klepto, a nympho and a pyro, all those things. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all the you gotta, yeah, you got to fire her. And, uh, um, and, but, and Tom's like, I can't, I need, I need somebody for this party I'm throwing for all my clients. Um, and, uh, and so he, he feels trapped and this is where Ben is like, Hey, Chris, you know what? When I was a, in high school, we had to carry around a sack of flour, pretend I was a kid. Did you ever have to do that when you were in no. high school? Uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't a requirement for everybody, but there were people in my high school who did that. And I didn't know what class they were in. Like, I'm not in that class. Like, I don't, what, what did you sign up for? <laughs> Like what transportation? Like, I, you know, I, which, you know, once <laughs> transportation, <laughs> once I had a kid and I, I would, I would reflect back on the things that like this would have prepared me well. Um, and carrying a sack of flour, I don't know how that actually prepares anybody to deal with a child because a child moves. <laughs> yeah. You can't make a loaf of bread out of a child. You know, well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, the so rule number like, one that they give you on the on uh, when you leave the hospital with a new baby: do not make bread out of this. Oh my word, that's terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible thing to say out loud. You okay. think that people need to be told that? But well, they do. That, but they, you're having you carry around a sack of flour. It right. doesn't take. Doesn't it's not a large leap to get there no yeah so uh so chris is recommending or ben is recommending to chris like hey treat tom like your sack of flour 
try to parent him a little. Um, and Chris is on board. Um, and then John Ralphio appears again and said, I heard Sack of Flower in high school. Are you ding dongs making fake drugs for sophomores? Because if true, this guy wants in. <laughs> <laughs> and again, doesn't he just like appear? Yes, he just yeah, appears just, and there he is. from the from underneath. It's amazing. Um, so so it cuts to Chris and Tom in Chris's office and <laughs> Chris is sitting right next to tom <laughs> like on the couch on like, on like a five person couch like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and tom, so again it's like the, it's like the bathroom situation like i know for you know our female listeners maybe that doesn't apply but you know it's there's six urinals you leave space you don't need to stand right next to the one person when there's only one person in the bathroom right it's weird yes. stop it, it. Very don't weird. do that even if you're friends, even if you started a conversation <laughs> on the way into the bathroom, right. the rule is that's on pause until we're done in here. <laughs> so, it's elevator rules, man. You gotta yeah, give them space and shut up. <laughs> and don't talk in here. This is a this is a solemn moment that we're all participating in. And like, yeah. yeah, the people who like you go to the a movie theater or a stadium, and there's a line for the urinal, and that's the worst because it's like you're gonna have to stand next to a stranger. And P because everybody's doing this, but the, the people who like talk on the phone or talk <laughs> to people across the bathroom or like sing are drunk like, and happens. just want to start and they just start talking to you. Yeah. It's like, I'm, we're not, I'm, we're, we're not friends. <laughs> no, thank you. I already have you just, a friend. You, know, <laughs> you, so. you melt your ice. I'll melt mine. It's fine. <laughs> that is also one of the weirdest things. When you go into a, a, a like a urinal situation and there's ice in the urinal like that, I, I did not understand why that's in there, what's happening, um, and uh, speeds but, up the process. It what? It speeds up the process of melting the ice, ice faster. <laughs> sure. Who needs who needs urine melted ice? That's the question. What's the left? It's it's the old ice. It's the leftover ice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's to keep odor down. Is my sure. understanding. So, but who knows? Um, wow. Yeah. I, I looked up. Uh, it's one of those internet searches that's like, I really don't want the internet to know I looked this up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need this in my browser history. <laughs> I don't I don't think there's going to be a problem later in my life. I don't think I'm going to run for president, but I don't want them to dig this up and be like, why are you looking up urinal ice? <laughs> <laughs> Dibs on band name. <laughs> Yeah, all right, you can have it. Um, so Chris is uh, awkwardly close to Tom, and, and like I have to, I have something I need to talk to you about. And Tom's response is, "Do we need to sit like this?" And it pans out, and they're right on the couch, and there's like five available seats. And he's like, "Yes, we do." Um, and he points out, Mona Lisa is taking advantage of him, and he needs, uh, he should uh, be firm with her. And he's like, "Well, I'm, I'm, I'm scared of her." Because I once saw her punch a police horse in the face. Um, and <laughs> so Chris's advice is just speak directly and say, I will not be disrespected. Um, and uh, and so Tom, uh, Tom takes this advice and like, all right, yeah, I'll talk to her before the party. And if she murders, murders me, tell John Ralphio to clear my browser history. <laughs> so Chris is uh, a little... Um, unsure about how that advice is going. But then as Tom's leaving, he's like, you're welcome. And then silently son <laughs> what's that <laughs> nothing <laughs> all right um so at the at the at rent a swag uh the uh 
a kid comes up to Mona Lisa and is like, how much is the rent? It's like, oh, that jacket's ugly. You should just take it. <laughs> <laughs> and so Tom, and she's just sitting on the couch, um, not really doing anything. And so uh, Tom is trying to get her to do her job. And it's like, did you order champagne for the party? Um, and her response is, did I order the what for the what, 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 what? Um, and, uh, and so... Um, Tom's like, I need to talk to you about your work habits. And, and she's like, great, but I need to take a nap because ecstasy takes forever to leave my system. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so like, you, you got to stop being this way. You're, you got to start respecting my authority around here. Um, and, and he's like, or else I'll fire you. And Mona Lisa is like instantly turned on by, uh, Tom's firm, direct communication. Um, and so, uh, then she starts making out with him, uh, which Tom's response is, what are you doing? (laughs) Uh, which is probably the accurate response that everybody should have in that moment. Um, and so Chris follows up with him and, uh, the, uh, he, Chris says, uh, how did it go with Mona Lisa? And, uh, he's like, well, I told her she needed to change her attitude or I was going to fire her. Um, and Ben's like, Oh, good job. Did she take it well? And Tom says, uh, yeah, <laughs> she got super turned on. We started making out hard. Um, and then we went back to my place and we're together now. Uh, and she comes up and is like, I need to borrow money for something that's none of your beeswax. <laughs> so I'm not going to finish the rest of what she says. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she's terrible. And Tom or Ben and Chris are like, wow, Tom, this is not great. Um, and, uh, Chris is reflecting on everything and he's, he's talking to Ben's like, I made everything worse. Um, he would never be, if Tom were a sack of flour, he would never be a well-adjusted loaf of bread, much less a bran muffin, which is the highest <laughs> honor that flour can achieve. <laughs> um, and so, uh, Ben's like, are you going to say no to Anne? And, um, Chris is thinking like, I'm not really prepared to do this. Uh, and Jerry then comes and says, look, everybody makes mistakes. I mean, Lord knows I made plenty, but it's the small victories that keep you going. When you see your little one take her first step or, or graduate college. Oh, oh my God. It's just, it's all worth it. And another thing is if like I, I, you know, and then your kids, because you're like, <laughs> I don't know. And everyone's like, Oh, I'm sorry, guys. No one ever lets me keep talking this long. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> and and um, I feel you. I feel you, Jerry. I feel, I feel you, man. Oh, uh, yeah. That was one of those moments Dude. where I was like, Jeremy understands. Yeah. Man, I, I was doing so well until I kept going. Yeah. Uh, and Chris is like, wow, that was very well said right up until that moment that you started babbling incoherently. <laughs> It was such a great joke too, because like it was such a was such a you know nice moment for him. Like he was like, yeah. "Oh wow, Jerry, that's so deep, and it makes sense." Well, yeah, I mean, Jerry kept, is of kept, all the people. Going. He's the only person who has a uh, a long term marriage and children that he has raised to become adults. Mm-hmm. Like he's the person that has the most experience, and these children that he's raised are amazing, right? They, they're responsible. They're, uh, they seem to have their life together. Like Jerry's got experience here, but he, uh, can't handle the long explanation of life. <laughs> so, um, yeah. 
Uh, and so we'll pause there because we'll come back uh, at the uh, credit scene there. So that's what the first arc. The next arc is uh, we see Anne in her office calling Chris's office um, and leaving a message with his assistant. Um, Anne is like, well, just tell him that I called. Um, and, uh, you know, just, pre- that, oh, no, don't tell me, don't call, just pretend I never did. This never happened. This is Jerry Karagich calling by. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and April comes in and is like, I, I, I have a tell you secret. Um, I don't, I want you to not tell anyone or I will kill you slowly with a giant syringe. <laughs> and, uh, and April tells Anne that she's applying to veterinary school in Bloomington and Anne is excited for her. Um, and, and her excitement then leads April to take out the giant syringe that she bought on the internet. Um, and so she's like, I really need a letter of recommendation. And since you work in a hospital as a janitor, <laughs> uh, I wonder if maybe you could write one for me. Um, and, uh, and points out that she's actually a nurse. Um, and then a talking head and it cuts to a talking head where she says, April has always been has always had the upper hand in our relationship, but that hand is usually giving me the finger or pouring honey in my purse. But now I have the upper hand. <laughs> I'm going to use it to crush her and to be nice to me. So, <laughs> and like, oh, all right, I'll write that letter. Uh, I actually know the guy over there. And April's like, because you hooked up. It's like, I don't hook up with everybody. But yeah, <laughs> um, we did. <laughs> uh, but she's like, you have to do a week with me doing everything I say. Um, and, uh, and she's like, so they're going to, be forced friends and april starts trying to stab herself with the giant syringe and and tells her to stop doing that um so then cuts to a um a nail salon and where they're getting they got manicures and now they're getting like pedicures um and pointing out like the perfect human body (laughs) human male body channing tatum's body ryan gosling's face and michael fassbender's sense of humor <laughs> and the listener may understand. Um, and, uh, and so April's perfect guy is Yao Ming's torso mm-hmm. and Napoleon's brain sure. and the hunchback of Notre Dame's hunchback. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Sounds amazing. Um, which would be like, if you have Yao Ming's torso and the hunchback's hunchback is the hunchback in proportion to Yao Ming's torso. Or is mm. it like the same size that it would be on the hunchback and just transplanted onto Yao Ming? I would say and hunchback so, size. So it's not like a Yao Ming size hunchback? No. Okay. Okay, cool. And that, that was, uh, that's great. Thank you. Listener, if you have any questions, does everybody know, does, email. Does, it, <laughs> does everybody know who Yao Ming is? Everybody? You mean me? I do. Okay. I just meant like the like the listener, like Yao Ming. Yeah, yeah, listener, let us know. Let us, let us know. We're not going to tell you. He's an NBA at, player from China. He's very tall, like twelve feet tall or something. Something, yeah. He's very tall. Is he still playing? A lot of torso. No, he's he's done. Okay, playing, well, playing. He didn't die. Yeah. Well, that you know of. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, Anne is, uh, and April then says, do you like my nails? And she holds up her four fingernails and it says, spelled out, Anne sucks. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, so, I, love, I love that too because and 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 is three letters, and so they actually have to start sucks on the first on the first hand. Right. So, so like, one hand reads ands. <laughs> right, ands ands sucks. Um, and then the next scene, um, they're at Tom's party, and uh, Anne is trying to get April to choose which of the sex of the sex in the city girls uh april is and she says i don't miranda it's like no you're you're like a scary charlotte and i didn't understand any of that (laughs) i don't know like i was like i didn't watch that show so that's lost on me so um yeah the uh chris comes up at the party and it's very awkward and april points it out that this is weird (laughs) and she wants to know why is it weird why is it weird uh and chris wants to talk to to her to Anne in private and uh and april is like you know and you can say with in front of Anne, you can say to me because we're best friends this week <laughs> <laughs> oh now 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 it's it's to her benefit so yeah yeah and so uh chris is like all right we'll just talk later and april is like why don't you want to talk now <laughs> um and uh yeah so she's going to try to figure out why it's so weird between Anne and chris um and uh and so Anne is like, let's leave uh, back to force friendship. Uh, let's go put on our PJs and make white Russians. So that sounds terrible. Um, and then they uh, are back in the office and um, they are going to sing a song. April has written out all of the lyrics to time after time on the whiteboard. <laughs> and they're going to sing together. Um, and uh, and so they start singing, but April, Anne starts singing, but April keeps saying, Tell me about Chris um, and and is singing all the while. Um, and then finally she breaks down and and tells her she wants to have a baby and she has Chris to donate his sperm. Uh, and he's taking a long time and it's really freaking me out. Now I can't stop thinking about it. I'm obsessing about it. I don't want to think about anything else but, it, but that. And it's making me crazy. And then April starts singing secrets stolen and she just gets into the song and and is amazed she's like you know this and it's like of course everybody knows it's an amazing song and then (laughs) they start singing together and then donna comes in and she starts singing and it's a really beautiful moment and uh april uh they finish the song and april's like this never happened and runs out the door (laughs) it's a a really great scene it is there's some nice harmony yeah and there's really the only donna moment in this whole Donna in the beginning and then Donna mm-hmm. later, but that's really it for Donna in this episode. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, that, that story will resolve in the next, uh, at, at the, in the credit scene. So let's take a break here because listener, we have an email from a new emailer. And if you want to send us an email listener, you can send that to parks and conversation at gmail.com parks and conversation and gmail.com that's spelled p-a-r-k-s-a-n-d-c-o-n-v-e-r-s-a-t-i-o-n at sign g-m-a-i-l dot c-o-m did you get that you want me to do it again was that gmail yep gmail.com um and so uh this is from aaron and her subject line is, you've accidentally served me the food my food eats. Um, and uh, she wrote in uh, to, first of all, I got to take uh, uh, got to take some umbrage with her tone in the beginning. I love your show, and I'm happy whenever I see you've finally uploaded new episodes. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> you finally uploaded new episodes. Um, and finally. so, she, yeah, she has a, uh, a response. Uh, she wants to share her wedding story um, because we this is in response to Leslie and Ben's wedding. Um, and so her and her husband never really cared about getting married and we're happy just sharing, she says, sharing our lives together. Then I got a job that offered insurance. What better reason to legally tie yourself to another person than for insurance mm-hmm. benefits? So smart. After six years. Yeah, Real smart. Yeah. Six years of dating, five years of living together. We decided to tie the knot. Neither of us are much for ceremony or tradition. So we got married on our screened in back porch with a justice of the peace picked randomly from a list given to us by the court clerk. My now father-in-law was our only guest. Then we went out for tacos. The whole thing cost less than $250 and was totally stress free, which is awesome. And then she says, I hope the tacos were good. I'm thinking about tacos today. Uh, Yeah. Because tacos are awesome. And I'm, I'm on a mission to find the best taco place. So um, Aaron continues, well, it wasn't totally stress-free. After five years of living together, I thought we talked about everything we needed to talk about to have a life together. Kids, finances, religious beliefs, etc. Turns out mm-hmm. he didn't want me to hyphenate my last name. Literally, I went to write in the hyphenated name while getting my marriage license. And he was like, no, <laughs> either keep your maiden name or take my name. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> So I called his bluff and kept my maiden name for the first two years of our marriage. It bothered him enough that he paid for me to hyphenate my name. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I hope these two stories entertained you, even if you don't read them on the pod. But we did. I'm looking forward to your next episode. <laughs> Great. I'm glad it's finally here. It's, <laughs> it's, it's this one. <laughs> I hope summer break is treating you well. We'll see. Um, and then she also has a, a P.S. She actually has a, a P.S. and then a, fo- a follow up email all within a few moments. Uh, my my favorite donut is a tie between an old fashioned sour cream with a blue and a blueberry. Though a oh, that's right, the donuts, donut, yeah. Yeah, would be a sour cream blueberry with lemon custard. What? Lemon. That sounds that? awesome. I don't know. Is there a place that has that? I think Aaron is just putting it out into the universe like the secret and trying to get to manifest it into <laughs> existence. I'm down with that. Yeah. It would be awesome. Um, and uh, Aaron concludes, uh, I forgot to mention, it's been eight years of marriage and we're still going strong. So congratulations Aww. on eight years, Aaron and your husband. Um, and uh, yeah, we are happy to hear from you. Congratulations on eight years. And uh, yeah, uh, I hope you good luck have, with that donut. Yeah. Hope you find the donut of your dreams <laughs> and <laughs> and that your life is full of tacos. So which is a great blessing that I read in the Bible. One time. <laughs> so, may you find the donut of your dreams and tacos without end. Oh, right, man. right in, right in, and get your own personal blessing. <laughs> it's, it's one of the many services I provide <laughs> as, a, as a man of the cloth. <laughs> yeah, personalized, personalized blessings. Why not? Donuts and tacos. What else? What else do you guys need? I'm gonna start a Patreon. Uh, just. <laughs> You want a blessing? Wow. wow. <laughs> very, very, uh, very Catholic churchy here, but you know, hey. Well, I'm positive I would lose my credentials if I just tried to, <laughs> to start a Patreon to just get blessings. I mean, <laughs> they're not real. They're not, they're not real. Like, you know, they would come with a certificate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm making money off this Patreon. I'm mailing you stuff. 
I'm gonna exactly, email, exactly. I'm Cover- gonna email <laughs> you a certificate <laughs> of blessing. Now you you print out. <laughs> Make sure you have color ink because we don't do the black and white stuff here. This is no, high I, class. It's got that little bear in the corner from when Jim <laughs> made that certificate for Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually not a bad idea, um, but this I do is a like great my idea. job, so <laughs> I should probably not do it. Oh, tell you what, not that everybody plug your ears. How about you (laughs) write the blessings? Okay. And I will, and I, you'd send it to me and then I will, I'll, I'll, it'll come from me. Like I'll bless everybody. Okay. So, so then I, because I don't have, I don't have, absolutely. No one's listening. It's all under the table. Yeah. This is a great plan. We'll have to work this out later. All All right. right. So let's talk about the main line here uh what the bailout is all about uh we cut to the pawnee video dome and uh we meet dennis lurpus played which is a great name uh, played by jason (laughs) schwartzman um you may know jason schwartzman from rushmore which is the second wes anderson movie i ever saw and it is awesome nice or scrubs nice i mess it up nice (laughs) nurses uniform they're or scrubs Oh, are they? <laughs> I love that. That movie is awesome. So, um, so Pawnee has this video dome. It's like a, a art house rental that does screenings from time to time. And so today they're going to screen uh, Stanley Kubrick's 1957 classic Paths of Glory. Question for you, Jeremy. Have you seen this movie? Mm-hmm. I have not. Oh, it's so good. Have it's you, really have you good. seen it? You've seen it. Yeah. And it... It is July as we're recording this, and uh, every July, Barnes Noble has a fifty percent sale uh, on Criterion Collection discs. And mm-hmm. I got the email today, and it said, "Hey, you can you can get any of these for fifty percent off." And what, wouldn't you know what, what what's the what's the Criterion Collection, Jason? Well, the Criterion Collection is a um, a ever expanding list of important or classic cinema from around the world. And some of the movies are really good. And some of them are very confusing and none of them are explained (laughs) as to why they're in the collection. (laughs) They don't say why they just choose. They write essays and do all kinds of stiff, different stuff for the packaging and the uh, extra features and all that stuff. It's great. I love it. Um, But some of the movies you watch it and you're like, I don't know why this is in anybody's list of movies to care about. Um, But here we are. But the one of the emails, the email from Barnes Noble, Paths of Glory, was like right there uh, on the the front page, and I was like, "Ooh, I just watched a show that was talking about this very movie. <laughs> Do I Weird. need to get this?" <laughs> so I did not. Um, somehow they but, somehow they know. Somehow they know. Um, but it is yeah. a it's a great movie. I'd highly recommend it. Um, and well, make, uh, make sure make make sure when you go to the Criterion uh, website that you enter code Parks and Conversation. For your ten percent off. Yeah, today's episode brought to you by the Criterion Collection. Oh man, if we were sponsored by the movies Criterion you Collection, didn't know you needed to watch. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah. How do you get that? How do you get sponsored, listener? How do you get sponsored? <laughs> Just write in. Let us yeah. know. Uh, so Dennis explains what the movie's about. It's about three men who refuse to go on a suicide mission and are ex- executed for cowardice. <laughs> Uh, and Leslie is kind of bummed by this. Uh, she's like, can maybe we could screen a different one? Something like more a beat, like Finding Nemo. And 
He responds, uh, I could do Shoah. Now, Jeremy, what do you know about the movie Shoah? <laughs> I only know what IMDb told me, uh, mm-hmm. but it is a night. It's a 566 minute long documentary about the victims of the Holocaust. Yeah. So I don't even uh, know how many see... tapes that would be <laughs> like 10, 10 I mean, tapes. You, you're getting a UPS truck but full of cassettes <laughs> to, to rent that. Um, so Leslie suggested. I think the Criterion Collection started with Showa because it's just a collection of tapes. You're like, you know what? Let's just keep going. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah. So you're getting, uh, here's the, the dynamic that is given. Leslie is saying, let's watch something more upbeat, like Finding Nemo. And Dennis says, I could watch Showa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pads of Glory it is. Like the the hard <laughs> conflict there between the two worldviews. Um, yeah, so uh, they are going to watch Paths of Glory. Andy's there with her, and he's falling asleep like right away in this movie. Um, and I think he has, his, does he have a beer? Uh, it's a beer or maybe like one of those uh, fruity sodas. Okay. So um, Leslie has a talking head talking about how this is an institution. It's where Purd happily shot his movie review show lights camera Purd, <laughs> and it cuts to him. <laughs> and it's so great. He's like, it's a heartwarming story, but it's just not believable, which is why I give ET one and a half stars. <laughs> so, it's just not believable. It's so, it's so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, uh, Movie's over. Andy is asleep honestly, and he, she nudges him, and she's like, "Andy, it's over." And it looks like he leans in to try to give her a kiss, um, and uh, and he's like, uh, "He's like, what? What are you doing? What's that? Was there? Where? Where are we? Um, have you ever fallen asleep in public, like at a Starbucks no. or a library or? Um, uh, no, no, no. Have you? Yes, many times. Um, oh, and okay. it is terrifying." Every time you wake up in in a public place, and just like uh, it's kind of like in Moon Knight, in when uh, uh, Oscar Isaac's character w- like changes, <laughs> and he's like, "Where am I?" That's how you feel every time. And in my experience, you have a rush of adrenaline going through your body because you're like, "How did I get here?" And my my hands you just wake start, up, just start, start fighting people. Well, I start tingling all over. Like, like what what did I do? Um, uh, it's scary. And so I can I can get why Andy is very confused. Um, and uh, so Dennis is saying, tells like, the reason I love that film is because it's really depressing. Um, and <laughs> speaking of which, next month, Pawnee Video Dome will be closing its doors forever. And Leslie's like, no, you can't do that. Um, and uh, so why don't we all rent something so we can help uh, help Dennis at, and, and buy some candy. And, um, and uh, Morris, uh, who is played by... Oh, I said Joe Mandy. Um, he says, uh, guys, why would we rent something when every movie we, we could watch is online for free? I'm watching Iron Man 2 right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Leslie's like, oh, I'm for one. I'm going to rent Finding Nemo. And Dennis says, well, we don't carry cartoons. But if you want to film about the ocean, we have a documentary of, about the brutality of Japan's whaling industry. It's called Tears of My Blowhole. And the way Jason, Jason yes, Schwartzman yes. acts it out, like from his eyes, tears of, and then points to his back, tears of my blowhole is so 
perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an airline. It's like a, one of those the the airline people who are like pointing to the exits, like down the center yes. aisle yes. to the side. Tears yes. from my blowhole. <laughs> it's nauseating. <laughs> and so then let's be like, well, I'll just buy some red vines. And he's like, we don't have Japanese slime candy and um, Bulgarian <laughs> wheat balls, which I don't even know what a Bulgarian wheat ball is. Uh, so it's not looking good for Dennis. Um, and so they go back to the office, uh, the park's office, and Leslie um, is trying to brainstorm some ideas on how to uh, save the store. And she suggests listing the video dome as a um, part of the Pawnee Historical Society record to re- declare it a landmark. There's a tax break. And Ron is there. He's like, that sounds like a government meddling in private enterprise. Um, and so this creates a tension point between Ron and Leslie um, because – uh, Leslie is trying to save a business and Ron uh, does not want a bailout. And as Dennis is sitting right there, she he points to him and says, this man is a failure. He is not <laughs> up to snuff. His mm-hmm. business is failing and you're bailing it out. Um, and uh, and so the and I, and I love his his face is just like, yeah, that's, I mean, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis is like, yeah, we're failing. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to argue. Uh, Ron Leslie thinks this is one of the few places where they do anything intellectual in town. And Ron says there are print, there are pretty intellectual conversations down at Barrett's hardware. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so let's like, we might get a little heat for this, um, but we need to get some more popular films in your, that people want to see. Uh, and Dennis says, Oh, like the Tarkovsky movies with the subtitles. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, so many people know Russian. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, Leslie says, no, like Pixar Reese Witherspoon. I know it's going to hurt, but maybe some Michael Bay and uh, his no. face. No, no, no. Jason no. Schwartzman's face is <laughs> no, no, like no. so <laughs> wounded. <laughs> like, don't don't make me go to that bad place. <laughs> hey, there's Michael would... Bay. <laughs> said what? You said this was going to be a safe place. <laughs> <laughs> there's Michael Bay movies in the Criterion Collection. There so. are. And they're his only good movies. Um, <laughs> it's The Rock and Armageddon. Awesome movies. Awesome yeah. movies never explained why they're in the criterion collection but they're great so um so then there's a council meeting where leslie is working this out and andy is the first person giving a reason he said the pawnee video dome is where i rented my first bruce lee movie and my second bruce lee movie and (laughs) when i was in seventh grade i went out back in the alley behind the store and there was a giant hornet's nest and i threw a rock at it and exploded and hornets came out (laughs) the point is obviously you do not throw rocks at a hornet's nest (laughs) that's that's the that's the point andy there you go um, and so Les is like, well, this is clearly a, a place with tremendous community value. Um, and then Ron starts walking up and he's like, any other comments before we, Ron, are you okay? Are you lost? Are you hurt? Uh, <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm here to express my opinion. And he points out that this is a veiled government bailout and he doesn't want Leslie to turn this town into a socialist hellscape. <laughs> um, and so he starts to explain how they shouldn't prop up failed businesses um, and you know, it's like you're giving food to a mortally wounded animal instead of slitting its throat and properly using it meat and pelt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so he is uh, pushing back and Leslie's like, hey, we need a place where we can rent such <laughs> films as Cinema Paradiso or Rashomon. <laughs> and Ron's like, you rented Rashomon. Um, and what's your favorite part? And uh, have you seen Rashomon? I-, I haven't. No. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. So it's good. Um all it's, I know is uh, on the cover, it has a giant person on it. So I think it's about giants. No, not at all. Oh, not at all. It's a story 
uh, about a, it's a trial, and it's this the they're investigating from four different perspectives of what happened, and uh, yeah, it's a really it's a great great movie. Um, it's like a, it's like a, a giant trial. N- yep, they're trying a giant, and okay. so. Um, uh, unless like I haven't seen it, but I like that there's the idea of the place where I could rent Rashomon. <laughs> uh, and then Mora shows up. Uh, you can just watch it online for free whenever you want. Um, and bail and Leslie calls the bailiff to get him out. And um, and then uh, she's like, Ron, your opinions are absurd. And are there any more comments before we vote? And then a bunch of people get up to talk. Uh, share their opinion and so we hear from gene strackwell owner of strackwell hardware uh which is a different hardware place than the one that ron goes to um and he's like is there a form i need to fill out for the bailout um and because our building is older than their building um and people need a place to buy tools and morris again you can just buy tools online <laughs> so <laughs> and and let's like how did you get back in here and he's like i'll just i'll just see myself out um and then another guy from Joe from sewage. This is his last appearance in the show um, shows up and he says, I heard you were giving out free money. I need $3,000 minimum. <laughs> uh, and uh, unless it's like, we're not going to give you a personal loan. It's like, what if somebody in your town was going to come to serious physical harm? Unless he got $3,000, I call the police. You cannot call the police. <laughs> and then another guy, Wilson Gromling of the Liberty or Die Party comes up and he says, these handouts are deplorable. You're just handing out blank checks. I was on food stamps. I was on welfare and nobody ever helped me. Oh, boom. <laughs> Which is oh, so amazing when we think about some of the arguments people make in the real world um, because it's true. Uh, and, uh, and so Leslie's like, this isn't a blank check. There's specific instructions for the video dome. Um, and in a few days, Dennis will open. And then the guy says, yes, well, the par- Pawnee chapter of Liberty or Die has hit some pretty hard times. We were wondering if maybe we could get a town loan as well. Uh, so Leslie has opened a door that she did not want to open. People asking for money. So three days go by and they go to the video dome as it's opening up. And Ron's already there. And he's like, Councilwoman, I came to see the effects of your government intervention, and I have to hand it to you. You really turned this place around. He's like, really? Yeah. And it's like, she comes in, and it's full of people. And Leslie is like, wow, this is amazing. You did it. I did it. This is me. Yes. And Ron's like, yes, it was. And Dennis says, I took your advice, got rid of all those foreign films, uh, and used the money for the part of our business that's always done pretty well for us. Give the people what you want, right? And then it zooms out, mm-hmm. and they like, oh. This is a porn shop now. <laughs> uh, and I was like, you've made the city porn peddlers. And then um, Brandy Max shows up, who uh, is the town porn star. Um, and uh, and so she's like, let's give Leslie a big hand for keeping this store in business. Um, and I was like, no, please, no hands for me. Uh, this is not what I wanted at all. Um and uh, Brandy says, you've always been a huge supporter of my work. Let's like, no, I haven't. No, uh, no, no. So uh, they already made a porn version of this whole story about the government <laughs> bailout. Uh, like this all stuff is happening quickly. Um, and uh, and uh, Brandy is like, the porn industry in this town was faltering. But now we're back. You're our hero, Leslie. It's all <laughs> bad. All bad. Uh, and so Leslie realizes that this is not a great deal and uh so she um her and ron go and get lunch or meal 
of some sort. Um, and uh, and Ron orders the number eight, and the server says that's a party platter. It, it serves twelve people. And Ron's response is one of my favorite things to say when anybody questions me. I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> I know what I'm about, son. Uh, and uh, and so Leslie, go ahead, tell me I did it all wrong. Um, and uh, and Leslie, Ron is like, listen, capitalism is the way it moves our country forward. Um, you know, it may, so it makes America great, England okay, and France terrible. <laughs> um, and uh, Leslie and Ron don't disagree on capitalism and competition. Uh, and Leslie's like, I'm more competitive than you are. And Ron's like, I don't think so. Settle down. I already paid up for all the meals. So I won. Um, and uh, and she's like, I just want to create places that add value to the community that don't necessarily rake in money. And Ron's like, "There's no, that's not a thing. The free market is a jungle. And it needs to be left alone. And so businesses fail. New ones come in. Um, server comes over with the uh, the meals. And it is a party platter of deli meats. <laughs> 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 and, and, and Ron's like, all right, party time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Leslie says, you should stay and watch him eat it. It only takes four minutes. And it's pretty amazing. <laughs> And then he takes the garnishes off and says, these will not be necessary. Yeah. <laughs> get, he just puts, puts them in his hands. <laughs> get, get these vegetables away from me. Yeah. Um, and so, um, Anne, uh, so that's kind of bringing th- some resolution here. Leslie wants to do a thing for the community that's not going to make money. Um, and uh, so what ends up happening is she's going, she's starting a, uh, a movie night at the community center. Um, where they're going to watch movies and bring people together. And um, and so all, everybody's there coming together. Anne and April meet up, and um, Anne uh, wrote that letter uh, for April, so she doesn't have to pretend to be friends anymore, and April is relieved. Um, but um, Anne said, look, I, I really had fun hanging out with you, and I don't care what you say. You're my friend, and hope you get in vet- into veterinary school because I like you. So there. And April got Anne a baby naming book because she's like, I hope this something works out for you, even if it doesn't work out with Chris. And and then they hug and April feels like she's going to die. Um, <laughs> and then we see Mona Lisa and Tom coming in and Mona Lisa is immediately inappropriate. Um, and Tom says, look, <laughs> you can't uh, you can't be checking out other guys if we're together. That's the deal. And Mona Lisa's like, wow, OK, laying down the law. A little feisty. I'm going to get a soda. And how about we go hook up someplace afterwards? And Tom's like, sure. And Chris's like, wow. So that's continuing. Um, and, you know, Tom's like, you know, she's terrible, but I'm trying to help her be less terrible. Small victories. Um, and Chris then realizes, yeah, it's the small victories. And that's part yeah, because of, of what Jerry said. Yeah, because of Jerry's wisdom, um, which is not a sentence you get a lot. And, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, the... Uh, Chris is realizing like, all right, I don't have to get it all right. Perfectly a hundred percent of the time, every time. And, um, and so then he goes over to talk to Anne, uh, and, uh, tells her that he's in, they're going to have a baby together. And then they're very excited. And, uh, he says, well, I guess your uter you and my uter me are now our uter us, which is absolutely <laughs> terrible. Don't, don't make me rethink this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so that is, uh, yeah, so that's 
going to happen and they'll start working down that path. Um, and then Leslie gets up and introduces everybody. Sadly, uh, she says, I, we're all sad and deeply grossed out that the Pawnee Video Dome is turning into a porno palace. I'm happy to <laughs> announce that the Pawnee government will be hosting a weekly movie night here at the community center. There'll be screenings followed by discussion led by film buff Dennis Lurpus. And everybody is like tense now because it's like, oh, we know Dennis. And tonight's film is The Sound of Music. And everybody is happy. Yay. Um, and then it cuts to uh, the movie, but it it turns out the movie is accidentally the porn version of the government bailout. Um, and it's not Ron Swanson. It's Don Swanson. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so bad. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm a strict libertarian. Shut it, shut it down. <laughs> and Leslie's last words are, that's not how it happened. <laughs> so yeah, pretty Pretty great episode all around, I feel. Um, it was a fun one. So, yeah. Any other is, thoughts yeah. or, or impressions on this or trivia that uh, you you point you discovered, Jeremy? Uh, I mean, nothing like amazingly shocking. Um, but, yeah. No, I, th- I thought it was really funny. I got an 8.1 on IMDb for whatever that's worth. And, uh, yeah, that's about – it feels about right. Um, I just love – I love that they – used a video store as like yeah that like you said this satire on government bailouts um so yeah it was a really it was a fun episode i love jason schwartzman I, I wish we could have had a little bit more jason schwartzman in it he was very in the background of this whole thing but um yeah yeah it was a, it was a fun episode we got to see a little bit of everybody i love jerry's part i thought that was hilarious with his little speech um yeah, yeah how about you yeah so good so good i I love Joe Mandy and uh, his <laughs> yeah. his delivery is just so great. Like, why would you do that? You can get everything online for free. I'm doing it right now. Um, basically, yeah. yeah, it's like all, everything you guys are going through right now is pointless because the Internet is here. Like, right. None of this matters. None of it. Yeah. So it is a uh, yeah, it's a good episode. It's super fun. Listener, we'd love to hear about your blockbuster video update, Hollywood video whatever your local uh, rental experience, video rental experiences were like, I, I'd love to hear about like the, the movie that you found as you were wandering the aisles and you're like, I guess I'll watch this. And you loved it. Those chance, oh, even, even film encounters. Yeah. Even the red box, like the, yeah, the red box video dispensary dispenser machine. I'll yeah. get there. And uh, yeah, they have, they had some really terrible, awful movies too. That were in there, but just like, hey, you know what? Let's take a shot. Let's see what this. I wish they just had a random button on there too. That'd be fun. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my mentors, <clears throat> his name is Len. He uh, has a random principle for his life. So when he goes on a plane, he goes to the the Hudson News, and he just buys three random magazines. Like, <laughs> so he might get on the plane with guns and ammo, uh, better homes and. <laughs> and time right like it's like this is what i'm reading um on the plane and when he goes to the movie theater he just says whatever is playing next give me tickets for that wow <laughs> yeah so he's like i he saw some movie that's so terrible like i saw that movie three times <laughs> <laughs> you might want to rethink your i mean give me the next movie except for this one like yeah put some um, addendums on there yeah. So, uh, yeah. So random things can be awesome, but also, you know, can be kind of lame. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you about your uh, video experiences. Like what what was your 
memories of renting uh, videos on a Friday night or that kind of stuff. So send us an email parks and conversation at gmail.com. And listener, if you got this far in this episode, you win this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we will probably just have to stop here. How's that sound, Jeremy? That sounds great. Next week. Partridge. They well, go back to Ven's. No. Oh, did you stop it already? Uh, no, I have to let the listener know. I'm going to be out of town. Uh, so we're going to. Okay. This I'll is just one do of those it. weeks. I'll that will be kind of. I'll do it myself. It'll just right. be me. Okay. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're like, what would that actually sound like? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going like to do. It. I'm going to do both parts. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That'll be fantastic. So, uh, All right. listener, uh, try try to find an episode next week. <laughs> oh, dang it. How do you upload it? I don't... Shoot. Where do you put the keys? Are they... <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll list I'll put them all I'll write Just, out a thing and I'll leave, leave it by the TV. We, yeah, leave it. We leave a computer under a rock in the backyard. <laughs> so I can, Absolutely, I can do this. All right. Well, have a safe uh, trip because you're out of town, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see the internet later. Yeah, we'll be back. Talk to y'all later. Bye.